Welcome to Behind the Business. Today we have Tayo. He is the founder of Bricks with Tips and other multiple uh, property businesses. And we are talking to him about the highs and the lows of running his property businesses. So Tayo, welcome to the show. Tell us why property, first of all. Oh boy, straight into it. Um, why property? Um, it's an old game. It's an old game. It's been there for a long time. Any millionaires, billionaires across the world, in any country, they all have a bit of real estate. You know, they say real estate, not even property. Real estate. <laughs> they always got an element of that in their portfolio, do you know what I'm trying to say? And um, it's also one that pays twice as well. So it can be paid through rental income. And as various means of rental income, that's either on a long-term tenancy, you can get paid from the government, you can get paid from private supported living companies, you can get paid from holiday lets, um, and then also cap capital growth as well. So... Um, you own the asset for a long period of time, it appreciates and you can take out that money via debt as well, which is tax-free. So, mm, mm. Good debt. That's what good debt, here. exactly. Good debt. And I think that's what many people don't 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 realise that. Yeah. And all, to be fair, most people, especially in the UK anyway, they accept that property debt, mortgage debt is good because of what you just said, you know, the cash flow and the capital appreciation. What is the one thing that you would like everyone to know about property? without going into any detail, just one thing that's like, this is why you must have property or this is why, is that is it the, the thing about the old money or? Um, so when I create content, I, I speak to the masses, yeah. right? And don't get me wrong, there are people that can beat property returns in the, in the crypto market, mm -hmm. the stock market. However, I don't speak to, those people are special or they're good or they're skilled. I speak to the wider audience. Mm -hmm. And I think one message I, get, I, think I, I wish I could get to people is that the everyday person can change the trajectory of their family's wealth by just owning their home. Mm. Singular. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because property is one of the biggest wealth builders in the UK, yeah. especially if you live in the UK. So if you buy your own home, that can change a lot. And that's all I'd want people to know. Yeah, you know just by buying your own home, you can change. By buying your own home, it can make a dif such a difference because, all right, cool. I, I'm African, you're African, isn't it? Do you know what I'm trying to say? A lot of us, our parents weren't born here, we were born here, innit? Mm. However, you look at the Caribbean, there's a stark difference between the Caribbeans who ages ago, yeah. their their line bought property and the ones that didn't buy property. Yeah. Like some people, it looks like they're living a normal life, but obviously this is a, when someone passes and there's an estate, it's all of a sudden it's like, yeah, my granddad passed and gave me 600K. Yeah. It's like, if you didn't buy, if no one, if, um, your, if your family didn't invest in property, there's none of that. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It's actually a wealth build. It can change the, tra the trajectory of your life effectively. And what's the biggest mistake? Because, for example, you just talked about someone passing away and then passing on the property. So I've heard some horrible stories about, you know, people passing away and then the property this and the property that. They had to sell this. They had to do that. Like, what's one of the negative things or the negative sides if you don't do it properly that can actually come out from property? Yeah, obviously, it, a lot of people don't know about the properties that people had. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So if I give that example again, um, uh, someone who bought property ages ago, the granddad had the property, right? Um, the next person in line knows nothing about property whatsoever. So when they um, inherit the property, it may be a thing whereby there's certain taxes to pay immediately. Yeah. 
and they they're not privy to none of that whatsoever effectively so it's come as a shock to them or maybe they are privy to that side of things but they're not privy to any kind of property management so they don't actually want that so what you need to realize is that if you are the investor in property you need to realize that the people that are coming after you they may not actually want to be involved in property it might not be their game so it's just a think of when you're getting into these kind of things you need to structure it well basically speak to a property tax uh, professional speak to um, someone who could do estate planning and just protect your asset effectively one thing people say a lot of the time is that do you know what give the um give your children the income but don't give them the asset keep the asset in a trust but let the income go to them yeah. and that way people don't sell you keep the asset and so on and so forth that's complicated we're not going to get into all of that but yeah they, people can reach out to you or reach out to whoever they need to reach out to but i want to talk a little bit more about the business side of it obviously we know you as the property guy and by the way we recognize that you founded the um bricks of tips with your wife first of all what's it like being in business with your wife it's good, man. We bounce off each other really, really well. So um, my wife, Antoinette, has got a background in accounting. Um, I've got a background in banking, but I also got a small background in uh, mortgage broker brokering as well. So I've worked as a property professional, effectively. And I think when we combine, it's really, really good because um, it's so important to be able to deliver to your audience in the right tone. Mm -hmm. And where Antoinette is qualified by experience, mm -hmm. so she's a property investor. Yeah. So she hasn't been a property professional before. So she can really tailor our content to make sure that the everyday person's gonna understand it. And making sure that the everyday person understands it is what actually allows you to reach the masses, basically. So it's a, it's a very, very nice mix, and we're fortunate to have that. Yeah, and I think that's one of the successes of your of your business, you know, being able to go out and have the volume of traffic. Because to be fair, there's actually people that do things that you're, you know, do the same kind of things that you're doing, but they don't have the weight in terms of the numbers. But the simplicity in the delivery, the simplicity in the content is what kind of drives people to your page. I love, I remember when you're doing the series about, you know, what can 40K get you? What can 50K get you? What can, that's just so simple. Like every, that's what people want to know, right? It's probably what people type in the internet. How, what kind of house can I get on a 50K side? Mm -hmm. and you know you're delivering that content to them in such a simple way it's it's, it's, it's really good it's amazing um and and clearly other people testify to that so what are the one of the challenges that you've seen in managing your your you know your different types of property businesses the loads of business what make what's the difficult days what are the days when you're just like ah oh. <laughs> gosh don't get me started um if i speak about so um Antoinette and i got a business that we hold all of our properties in right um, or some of our properties, because some of our properties are in our personal name. That's a whole other story. <laughs> but where property is concerned, obviously it can be, um, there can be bad days, right? Um, I mean, there was, uh, I've, had, I've had a few. I don't get the many, but when they come, they come, right? You know, when they say, when it rains, it pours. Uh, some of them are simple, like um, um, oven breaks the same day gas um, yeah. boiler breaks down and it's like cool i've shelled out 5k in a month wow 7k in a month basically just on repairs um alternatively when you're dealing with property you're dealing with people with it mm. and um generally speaking i have great tenants i had a tenant one time that just wanted to do in the property just causing like there was just so many things like so she had like a massive wardrobe yeah that she really wanted she to put bring. in oh she wanted to bring into i the said house. it's fine do, your guy's gonna do the measurements you're gonna bring the wardrobe right the guy done the measurements they brought the wardrobe the wardrobe scraped all the paint off the ceiling <sighs> upon entry it's like i'm cool <laughs> with that then you're banging off my phone to come and repaint the ceiling it's like yeah it's gonna happen let me get someone it's just so many things like yeah. that basically i don't know if this happened and they left in two months but that's part <gasps> and part yeah they left in two months anyway and well, she, that, took the, she took the big took back out script the script the ceiling the, uh, there's no other way for it to come out again <laughs> so um 
that's all part and part in, in property. But obviously, we've got other other businesses as well. So, um, businesses that um, handle our uh, property presenting side of things and the influencer and the content creation side of things. I think for that, that's a newer game for me, right? Um, it's it's so funny with um, content creation as well because it's like, wow. I'm, 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 like I said, I like old money, innit? Yeah. So it's kind of like, my Instagram's paying bills a little bit. It's good, but do I like that? Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? I'm a bit skeptical, like, is this real? Should yeah. I trust it? Should I not trust exactly it? Exactly that, do you get what I'm trying to say? So it's, it's, it's just balancing that, taking that as like a bonus, basically, because yeah. in the everything is based on advertising all the way down to TV. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So when the season does change, and it has changed a few times, mm. it's like you'll see brand deals drop off and you'll see television shows not being commissioned because advertising is low. It's all linked, mm. basically. And that's where you go into making sure that um, you're making income off of yourself, basically, off of what you do. You're, what you're talking about is what I always try to say to my customers and when I have these uh, uh, these these um, these talks with other business owners, the same way we talk about diversifying your income as an individual, oh, I have property, oh, I have my job, I have this, I have that, is the same way you need to diversify in your business. Yeah. So exactly what you said about how, you know, seasons change, right? And if you're only doing one thing, you know, if it goes down in that area, that's yeah, it. That could yeah, be the absolutely. end of the business. But if you've got the other side, and so I guess what I would say is, how have you, you know, have you intentionally built that extra stream into the business or did it just happen? And, you know, what are your thoughts on building extra extra streams in that same business? I think building extra streams is always just so important, right? Um, just because, like you mentioned, you just want to diversify it. Yeah. There's seasons for things and sometimes a season will go down for some bits, but it's not sinking the whole ship yeah. because you've got other things that you do. So it, it was intentional. We do things like um, consultations mm -hmm. and we partner with people. We do a lot of collaborations as well. So there's other things that we do um, business off. And it's just important to just ensure that you're in all of it. But I think one of the main things that if I could give any advice to anyone is that just pay attention to what you do anyway mm -hmm. and what you're good at as well because then it's like, it's not going to take up too much of your time to add another um, string to your bow. It becomes a foundation for other things as well. And just talking about property, it's not really a game. Would you say that, you know, in terms of community, is it, how do you feel? Obviously, you're, you've got the business with your wife, but in terms of building a community, because I know one of the things is you have your WhatsApp, uh, sorry, your Telegram group with property. You know, what made you feel like that was necessary? Do you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it was a life experience, right? So... When I first bought my first property, um, a lot of my friends around me, I've told this story a million times, but a lot of my friends around me bought their properties as well, right? Um, and there was like a group of six of us, um, and within two years of me buying my first property, a group of six of us had like 13 properties amongst each other. And that's not because everyone, anyone was a huge earner. Mm -hmm. That was just an element of community. Mm -hmm. You know what, if you... Um, in, um, submerge yourself in a community that's got similar goals and that's with anything not just property yeah you will breed success it accelerates basically. the growth as well accelerates yeah. the growth effectively so that's what we thought of when we did bricks with mm -hmm. tips in general let's have a space where people can just come and talk property and then we made a telegram group as well so you come in a telegram group people just bouncing ideas off each other people saying that yeah i need this here i need does anyone know someone that does this here and it's just a, a, a nice community and when you're in that community you can grow Definitely, definitely. And one of the things I want to talk about is you being on TV. Did you ever think that you going into property, being a property investor would ever land you on TV? Never, never. But however, I will, what I will say is that my first day shooting, I was like, you know what, why didn't I do this before? Yeah, but I'd never, I never thought to myself that yeah, TV is something that I'd do. But yeah, it, it, it was nuts, man. It's, it's God's favour, innit? You know what I'm trying to say? And the same thing with TV. Like TV income is 
sporadic. It's a business income, but what you need to do, you just need to see how you can take ownership of it. Mm-hmm. Like what I really do is that I see um, TV as something to add credibility. So it's like something that gives flavor to the other things that I do. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So TV kind of um, is, uh, it backs up or it strengthens my other businesses. It's like a, the payment is a bonus, but in the main, what it does is it strengthens the other businesses, basically. It's all adding to the bio, right? This is Tyro, you can trust him. And he's been on TV. Like it it, it adds adds that extra flavor. Do people recognize you? Has anyone recognized you on the streets? Do you know what? People recognize me on the streets more for Bricks with Tips than- As opposed to TV. As opposed to Tyro on TV way more right that's like, how do you feel about that i prefer that yeah. um the reason why i prefer it is because simply because antoinette and i make more impact on bricks with tips than television that's it simply put you know what i'm trying to say the tv shows are good but on bricks with tips via social media we are actually changing lives changing destinies you're know trying to say and i'm not saying that we're going to put out a video and it's going to make someone buy a property like that. But sometimes just those conversations, just those thought-provoking messages, mm-hmm. it allows people to go on and do a bit more research mm-hmm. and then go ahead and go buy their property, basically. Amazing, amazing. And I think what I really appreciate for me, when I, t- when I think about property, you talked about capital gains, you talked about um, you know uh, money coming in from, from rent. For me, I've always had a passion for property, but I also see property as a way, when you talk about impact, is that at the end of the day, can you, Im- I think to myself, imagine if I didn't have a house to live in. And so actually, even by being a landlord, I'm actually providing a solution to somebody else. So you're talking about impact. It has now become a stable place for someone else to live and, you know, just do their day to day or save. I've had some of my tenants buy their own houses. I'm like, amazing. Like, this is like good, you know? Um, And I've had tenants that have also not been so great, but at the same time, I realized that my house was actually a source of of of, of a provision for them in that time. Um, have you had any like stories where it's like, I'm so glad that I've been able to answer someone's question or be a solution in this moment because of what I do as a property investor? It's so bad you say that because I feel like, it's a, I feel like this feels like you know how you feel. <laughs> no, this feels like you know the story I'm about oh, to tell. Oh, right. You don't actually know it basically. <laughs> so um, I've got a property um, in Kent. And um, this is actually after the lady that messed up the crib left in it. So I fixed up the house and I put it on rent in it. And um, I had a few people um, look at the property. I had a few people that, cool, I think I'm going to select this person. I think I'm going to select this person in it. And then um, I had a couple come in. And I had already made my mind up who I'm going to rent to in it. And a couple come in, right? And they was like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. I like the property. And I said, you know what? I think I'm already giving it to someone in it. Mm-hmm. And then they on top of that, they also said that... Um, the husband is going to be paying the rent, but he just landed in the UK um, like six weeks ago. So you can't show me any income or anything like statements that. And stuff. So it's like, yeah, cool, I'm not renting to you, innit? <laughs> Literally, red flag. <laughs> Especially after the last yeah. situation I had in it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Um, so I- I've said that basically. And then they've said to me, do you know what? Yeah, I've been looking for properties in this area. Um, we're fresh from Nige. And we feel like that's one of the reasons that people aren't renting to us. And... Do you know what, yeah? Mm-hmm. Unless you've been in that situation before, as I say, you will never understand what that feels like. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It, so sorry to go for this. I go off on bare tangents. But one of my bridges, he works at an African bank. Okay. Yeah? And he's, his co-workers and his managers are basically like his auntie. You know, like a way be like in church. <laughs> yeah. And he said, do you know what? It's mad. This is how some people feel like every day at work mm. when like do you get what I'm yeah, trying to say when you've got a community in your workplace isn't it so there was that bro no one's renting to us 
can you help us out? Yeah. But obviously, I've still got to be smart about it, protect my invest yeah. investment. They said their auntie lives around the corner okay. in the same area, isn't it? So auntie came to the house. I said, auntie, you're going to be my tenant, but they're going to live here, basically. Yeah. So she gave me her bank statements. Wow. She pays the rent, basically, wow. but they're living there, basically. So yeah. it's a win-win solution for all. But I was, ha I was, I was so happy that I was able to get them out of that situation yeah. and give them somewhere to live. And they've, they've been there for... So the, the two months that I'm still remembering the burnt about... <laughs> The, the tenants that moved in after, they've been there for about two years now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. As we begin to round up, so what would you say, piece of advice to anyone who wants to get into property, who not, not just property for themselves, but as a business, as, you know, making money for them and their family, you know, what advice, what recommendations, what do they need to know? Uh, the first thing I'll say is know what you want out of property. There's a few things that people want out of property. Sometimes people want to have a comfortable retirement. Sometimes people want to um, just grow via capital appreciation, a lot of the time people want to replace their day job, basically. If you want to replace your day job, you know you want rental income. So you need good cash flowing uh, property investments. You're looking at serviced accommodation, supported living, something that pays regularly and there's good profit margins, basically. That's one of the first things that I would say that you should do. And it's something that I didn't do. And that's why I'm giving the advice, basically, because I had to diversify, diversify later. But that's what I do. I'd also read a lot of books as well. Um, my boy Iman Asuko's got a book. Um, get your get your money right. Um, I'd read uh, Property Investment Hacking by John Wilson. Um, and um, if you haven't got a money mindset as well, I always say Rich Dad Poor Dad is good for a money mindset. Um, old school, everyone's ready. Foundational. But yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you. Hopefully, we'll have you another time soon.